All right, quick little message before we get started. So the other day, my wife, Marcy, uh, made me go to the mall with her. Uh, always always a fun task as a husband. I was stuck there while she's trying on clothes, telling how she looks beautiful and everything, which she actually does, and she would know if I was BSing her. But you know the drill. And so when she was changing, though, I was like, all right, well, I can probably get something done while, I was, while, while she was changing. So whipped out my iPhone, worked on the show notes for the rise to the top. So how did I do this? Well, very, very easy. It was go to my PC because I can access all all my files from my home computer and I can do it from my iPad and iPhone all that kind of stuff and now you can access all your files from your computer from basically any of your devices iPad iPhone etc doesn't matter if you have a Mac or PC really it doesn't even though it's called go to my PC it, it could also be go to my Mac you know whatever it may be so here's what you can do to try it out for free on me visit go to my Here's what you got to do. So you just got to click the Try It Free button and the promo code RISE for 45 days free. Then download the free app for your iPad, iPhone, both, and, and then you're off to the races. So that's it. So go to gotomypc.com, click the Try It Free button, promo code RISE, get the app, and you are off to the races for 45 days free. Enjoy. And welcome to the Rise to the Top, the number one non-boring business show. I'm David Seitman Garland here on the Rise to Top.com. I think I have a short, I'm a, my shoulder's all weird today. I don't know what's going on here. But anywho, a big, a big question that, that keeps coming up over and over again. I hear about this, you know, on Facebook or, or an email and things like that. People asking a lot of times, and you might have this very same question about one, how to stick out from the pack in a crowded industry, or even if it's not crowded, like how do you make your brand stick out, whether it's your blog or your show or your products or your services, how do they stick out? And how do you incorporate your personality into it so it sticks out as well? So I've got the master today. He's been on the show before, and you probably know his name. It is Yannick Silver. And I'm telling you right now, he's got this stuff down pat. Now, Yannick is an absolute beast when it comes to everything from marketing to branding to selling online and really helping entrepreneurs. He's got all kinds of different projects that, that are going on from Maverick Business Adventures to Maverick MBA. He's known as one of the top internet marketers and entrepreneurs in the world. And what's cool about him is that he's always incorporated his unique brand and everything. He's kind of goofy. He, he calls it I think dorky cool, whatever it may be, but he is able to take his personality and kind of get it in his brand and is also amazing at teaching it. So today we're talking about something very, very specific. It's called the Astonishment Architecture, the Astonishment Architecture. That's not only going to allow you to kind of stick out from the pack, but also, you know, really differentiate your products and services from not only sticking out, but also incorporating your personality. So uh, pumped to have Yannick on. We're also talking a little bit about Underground Online Seminar 8 that's going to be going on in D.C. and also some of the things that he uses with that when it comes to branding, which I'm going to be 100% at. I'm going to be there in D.C. I'm going to have links about this below. You're going to hear a lot about this uh, in the upcoming weeks as well. So without further ado, here it is, Yannick Silver on the Rise to the Top. Enjoy. All right. Well, you're going to probably notice or see familiar handsome face. I'm not talking about myself, of course. I'm talking about Yannick Silver. Joining me today on the Rise Stop. Hello, Yannick. Always wearing, What's up, David? Always wearing a hat with a brand on it. That's what I like about you. you always. Get <laughs> Is that what happened last time? I, th I'm, I am 98% sure. I'm about to go back and check it out. Well, you know why. It's not even, uh, it's not even some astute marketing. It's really because I didn't wake up and shower this morning and I didn't shave. So. Well, that's what this show's all about. We, all, we, want the real, we want the real Yannick Silver. We don't want the polished, fancy guy. We want the guy holding the lizard and with the okay. hat and unshaven yeah. and probably kind of smelly, this you know? Real. This is as real as it gets. Exactly. So, hey, well, first of all, man, hey, great to have you back on the show. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me back. Good seeing you in uh, D.C. a couple months ago or maybe sooner than that. And yeah, it was. And we were talking hockey and, and hanging out and, and doing all that kind of stuff. It was, it was good times. And, you know, we're looking forward to Underground 8, which I know we're going to get into later on. Uh, yeah. But let's talk a little bit about something. You know, I, I shot you an email and I was like, Yannick, what are we going to talk about today on the show? Because there's so many topics to cover with you. I'm like, we got to pick one thing that I think is going to be really interesting. And I was like, please, Yannick, have something because I'm going to start asking all kinds of random questions. And you come back and you're like, got something cool called the Astonishment Architecture that you shot over some details on it. And I thought that would be kind of like a cool thing to talk about. I think a lot of people, internet entrepreneurs, marketers, everyone could kind of benefit a bit from it because I, I went through it and I was like, this is pretty cool. But maybe, tell us a little bit about this kind of idea uh, where it came from and, and what it's all about. Yeah, so you know, I, I think right now we're in this age of just 
rapid transparency, mass transparency, where people don't really believe anything you put out in legitimate advertising, or if you're paying for something, then it's going to be viewed very skeptically. And right now, the you know, it's always been word of mouth has always been one of the best ways to build your business. But right. with the advantage and leverage that we have with social networks, with everyone being so connected, that word of mouth can either be positive or negative and can spread really fast. Mm -hmm. And it takes more and more people are just more cynical. I mean, and there's there's more competition out there than ever. It's you know, it's a somewhat tough business marketplace, right? Uh, and especially with uh, a somewhat weird sideways economy, uh, people are a little bit more a little more careful about what they're spending their money on. So. Uh, you know, this all led to this idea, what I call astonishment architecture, and it's uh, that before, during, and after every single customer touch point, that there's actually this expected uh, kind of a level of expectation that customers have, and it's a different level based on you know if you're going to call Verizon and you're you're right. going to expect to get okay service maybe right. uh, Comcast or or if you're going to stay at the uh, Four Seasons, you know there's a different level, there's a different expectation level. And it's our job to astonish, wow, and just really make sure that we can deliver this incredible experience that will get people talking uh, before, during, and after a transaction. And if something goes wrong, to then uh, deliver a, a surprise that, that gets them talking again. And so everything is designed to get people talking in a positive way about your brand. Because brand right now is not about what we say it is. It's about what other people say it is. Right, and, and it's what's cool about this, and, and what really resonated with me when I was reading it was one. Of course, I think I started thinking to myself, uh, you know, when you sent me a couple notes on this, I was thinking to myself, okay, how can I apply this to, you know, how does my business fit in? But also, I thought it was cool because you, you had. I'm thinking of you when you do this, and I know, I know this is what you know, how do you apply a lot of these principles to your different projects, whether it's the underground seminar or other things, Maverick Business Adventures. And I started thinking, you know, that would be kind of cool to go through some of these key points that I have right here and maybe not only, you know, give the the kind of the principle, but also maybe how you used it and, and have kind of learned from it too. Because I think, I think that's how we like to learn best as opposed to just, you know, yeah. our random list of things, you know? Yeah, so let's, uh, let's talk about it a little bit. So one of the things that I, I really think is huge right now uh, is personality, mm -hmm. is people don't want to buy from a big kind of just boring multinational company. They want, they want to work with companies that are doing something that matters, that they, you know, that they can resonate with, and it helps them become even better customers and start spreading your word. But so for me, a lot of where, what I've built over the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years has been around my personal personality, I guess. Right. And uh, so I highlight stuff that's good, bad, and, and even ugly. Like most people will give you kind of the sugar-coated version. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm of the persuasion that, that you should give them a pretty full window into it. You know, it doesn't have to be the absolute worst of the worst of what you're doing, but, but you know, you can, you don't, don't make it such a, a spin all the time. Like for instance, you know, the good is like, you know, I might show when, when I'm hanging out with Richard Branson on, on Necker Island or something right. like that. And, and, you know, that was a long time coming. That was on my list for forever. Uh, or it might be like some of the adventures that we go on. It might be in zero gravity or it might be Baja racing or whatever it is or something about my kids and something cool and, and cute there. Um, the bad might be like I posted up uh, videos of me doing improv and I posted up, or sorry, stand up at the improv in DC. Nice. Uh, That's intense. Uh, yeah, it's actually on YouTube, but it's pretty. I think it has like eight thousand views. That's scary for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then I'll post up stuff like you know random things like with me in my Halloween costume, or I'll post up like on these adventures uh, where I'm like if I'm in an F1 car, I have this one video where I'm running over an orange cone. Mm. So you know I, I could have of course edited it out, and made myself look really cool, but I'm I'm like running over this cone, and the guys are like running over, like no wait 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 stop, and they're like ah forget it. <laughs> right, you know well it's it's funny that you mentioned that because and you show everything. I mean I've seen I've seen good, bad, ugly. I've seen you in a chicken suit. Uh, you've been in a chicken suit, right? I have yes. Well actually in that one I have been in a chicken suit and did some skydiving in it, but in that that one on the blog is for someone else on there. But yeah, I mean I'll show like really ridiculous stuff like me falling out of my attic is one of the blog posts I think um, and it was pretty you know that makes me look pretty damn dumb that I didn't know that you're only supposed to walk on the uh, whatever those things are called the, the joints or whatever joints. they are I don't even know right 
I don't know, and I'm not going back up there. Yeah, no, good, good plan. And what I've noticed here, kind of some of the notes here, and I couldn't agree more. Obviously, on the the personality aspect, is that you know, one, you know, that's one of the reasons that I have one my photo at the top of the rise to the top.com and I, right. and why I share like the fitness transformation and things like that, that I did, you know, it's a very personal thing. And you mentioned specifically some things that people should probably share on their website or, or through their brand. And, you know, you mentioned personal interests, you mentioned family. That's a big one because I feel like you immediately get to know someone starting hearing about family and also likes dislikes, you know, they're a hockey player. They're into this, they're into oh. that finding things that even if it's not the same thing as you, I think it just opens up people. Um, and you mentioned showing, showing the good and the bad. One thing I found interesting that you said is that you said, be yourself, but be bigger. Yeah. So does this mean like get on steroids and be physically large to go into the room and intimidate people? Or what are you talking about here? It's, uh, I learned this from a friend of mine, someone that, that I look to as a mentor too, this guy named Frank McKinney who uh, he builds these crazy mega mansions on the beach in Florida, like 15, 20, $40 million plus. And uh, we had him at our last Maverick Summit. And um, this guy has like, like rock star hair, like big, long blonde hair. And then uh, he also uh, works with uh, these, he, he builds villages in Haiti and takes a lot of the profits. He kind of thinks of himself as a modern day Robin Hood and takes money from over here, takes it over there to the, uh, to the desperately poor in Haiti. And one of the things he told me when we were hanging out is uh, because he's got a pretty big sort of personality, but really he's he's pretty quiet when you get to know him, and uh, and because he's you know he's loud, and fast. Like when he shows off these these houses, he'll do like a he'll take a motorcycle and jump over a house or something super theatrical, <laughs> crazy. And yeah, and people are like, damn, you know, Frank, that's that's crazy. But you know, he just told me, you know, take your authentic, genuine personality and just turn it up a notch or two. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's how you get to that, and uh, you know it's it's not it's not necessarily that we're becoming someone else or we're faking it or you know fake it till you make it or anything like that, but it's it has to come from your core, and that core is like you know a little bit like a rubber band. It can it can be stretched a bit, but if it stretches too far, it snaps, and that's right. that's being inauthentic, and and it comes with with everything that that I try and do with our companies is, uh, you know, we've created our, our Maverick DNA, which is what our companies are about. And, you know, one of them is that we're a little bit quirky, a little bit rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So my, one of my buddies calls us dorky cool. Dorky cool. Yeah, that, that's a good description. Yeah, right. it's a really you're, good not, you're not the cool kid on the block by any means. Not you're the not coolest. like the, you're no, not the coolest guy. Like, it's not like, the coolest of the cool, but right. we're cool, but right. we're dorky. Right. And, uh, but we're, yeah, I mean, so you got a little bit of that uh, self-effacing kind of dorkiness and then, you know, other stuff like, that we're really into is, is the impact and creating an impact with only about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that to me gets me excited, gets my heart going. You know, that gets me super passionate is about working with entrepreneurs at all levels from startup to their growth to even the legacy and giving you a platform and community and connections. And, and um, so, but you know, for that's, that's, that's authentic. And then the way that I, that shows up, is even in like the things that we do to to raise money for causes we believe in. Like I'll, I'm very adventurous, so we did a fallathon where we did a thirty thousand foot uh, skydive. Me and my buddy, a hello skydive. You got the oxygen mask on, and uh, and then we raised. We tried to make it where you raise a dollar for every every foot that we fell, and that's mm-hmm. that's what we did. And we did it for Virgin Unite, which is a uh, you know Branson's charity, right. the Virgin Group. And that was an authentic thing. It wasn't like a sugar coating. I don't know whitewashing of a charity process but it was authentic because it was adventurous plus a, a charity that that I believe in that does good stuff with innovation and entrepreneurship and so it all comes together and I think it it, it makes it even bigger right and it's funny because your brands kind of all intersect in interesting ways you know and it, and it's it, because you know for example you have kind of the and let me see if I get the arms right here and if I get it yeah. wrong just chop them off or whatever uh, is you is you have you know kind of um, Yannick as internet marketer or whatever, or internet entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it on that, on that thing where different things that are related to that. You've got the Maverick business adventures. And and now I think you have the blog associated with that. I think it's Maverick MBA, right? Um, And so you kind of have the Maverick end, if you will. And then you have the underground. We we have all these keywords here, Yannick, Uh, the underground, which is, you know, your big event in DC coming up in March. And you have these different kind of I guess arms or legs of your company, but do you still 
you know, what have you learned as you keep building these things out about making sure to infuse your personality into each and every one of them? So like that, you know, if we have two things next to each other, we're going to know this one's a Yonic Silver and this one is not a Yonic Silver. <laughs> Yeah, there, so there's a couple things. One, there's a really good book, uh, and I'll give you some a synopsis of it. Uh, it's it's different by uh, a Harvard professor. Okay. Uh, by a random uh, Harvard professor. What young, young, me, yeah. young me Moon, I think is her name, okay. Professor Moon, and uh, and she talks about that companies today, the biggest thing that you can do is actually have a massively clear, distinctive difference. Mm -hmm. um, so not just like most people, what they do is like. Like, let's take McDonald's and Starbucks, right? So, you know, Starbucks has gotten to be a little bit more McDonald's-like where they start doing their breakfast sandwiches and all those things. Right. And McDonald's has gotten to be a little more Starbucks-like where they added their, you know, McCoffee or whatever the hell right. it's Right, I think it's called, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I remember seeing the commercials for the, yeah, for the lattes and stuff like but, that. But, you know, their coffee's pretty good. But what right. happens is that everybody starts like they, like what they took what, what used to be a big difference and then they'll, They'll sort of come up against what used to be a competitor's big advantage, and then everyone becomes sort of mediocre mm -hmm. across the board. And so what can you really stand for that you have a big difference of? And you know, where, where, can, you, where can you win on something that, that matters to you that you want to really differentiate on? So like Maverick Business Adventures or you know, we have Maverick MBA. I appreciate that. that that's our new blog. And then Maverick 1000, which is our group of these 1,000 game-changing entrepreneurs coming together is we really kind of strive to be really different in the fact that we connect entrepreneurs in a unique way. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's where our difference is. And that unique way is sometimes it's skydiving out of 30,000 feet. Sometimes it's uh, hanging out at Richard Branson's Island. Sometimes it's going to Haiti. Uh, sometimes it's right. just getting together in a room and having a, what we call a dangerous dinner. Where it's an <laughs> dangerous dinner. Yeah. And by the way, I'm just telling you right now. I'm not even gonna go. I want to ask what that is in a second. Any dinner with Yannick Silver is dangerous. And <laughs> I can tell you that from my DC experience. And Yannick had some fun with my phone. And there's been oh, some that's right. Yes. That. So I, I just want to tell you, any dinner with Yannick Silver is dangerous. That is the warning that I'm giving you on the show right now. We played a uh, text roulette with your phone. Yes, you cool. did. And we texted random people, random things, and it was a little scary. Yeah, yeah, you know that's and that's part of the element of what what I like to bring to to everything is like that fun element and that that I guess somewhat goofiness and, right. and all that comes from that authentic place, right? It's not it's not made up. Right, you can't fake it. Right, it's not like you know. Well, Yannick told us to be a little goofier. We're gonna have you know crazy hat day on Friday <laughs> at our office, and and that just doesn't work. But you know, going back to the astonishment architecture, like if you think about the before, during, and after of every single customer transaction, mm -hmm. that's where it gets really interesting. Uh, so I don't know, I'll give you a couple quick examples. One is Virgin America. Like they literally started with a blank sheet of paper mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, well what sucks about the airline experience? Well, pretty much everything. So let's, uh, let's, make it, let's make it really different. And you know, one of the things they came up with is they made it much more of a lounge feel. Like you walk in, right. it's like a, a soft purple haze lights and then everything's like stark white for the seats. Like, Apple white and then they have um, you know like everyone's actually yeah. friendly and cool and they have a they have a plug at your seat which is a big difference and it's you know they, they do a lot of things like they you know they don't have a cart that runs down the middle and chops off your your uh, <laughs> knee or your elbow as you're sitting there and, as someone that likes the aisle seat I can attest to that yeah yeah I love the aisle seat but then if I fall asleep or something I'm like woken up by a, <laughs> a thundering <laughs> arm being removed from yeah, your body yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of things there, but that was, you know, so they do a lot of things there that will, and they, they were probably one of the first ones that I saw that had uh, wireless in the air and that got a lot of, a lot of play for them. And you saw that on Twitter where mm -hmm. a lot of people were like, you know, just talking about how they're flying Virgin America and, and they're on online and that gave them some, some really good exposure. So, you know, I, I like to think about it if, if literally it's just a little matrix, you just write what's expected. And, and then you can write, what, what can we do to astonish at that point? Um, Ikea does a really great job of astonishing before, before anyone even interacts with their brand. Like at one point, they, they took over, not Central Park in New York, but another big park in New York. And they had this big fabric sale that they're doing. And they literally covered all these areas in fabric. And they covered like a playset in fabric that had like a big pillow that you could go off on the slide to. And, and it was just like, 
you know, you had to stop and, I mean, there was like hundreds of pillows and fabric samples all laid out across the park. I mean, you had to look at it and be like, wow. Uh, you know, they've done stuff like they've covered bus shelters that make it look like a little living room. And, and you know, so you've never interacted with their brand. You know, it's not like you're going into their store, but but before you even do have an interaction, you're like, wow. Or um, I saw this one uh, billboard about, for a Honda car, and it was interactive where you actually texted a number, and it would actually start the car, and, oh, and kind of smoke fun. would come out of the billboard. And, and you know, do that while you're driving and you die. But, yeah. You, you know, oh. you know Yannick, a couple of things that I would interject here because what I find interesting is, you know, there's definitely the bigger brand examples, you know, for sure. And I would say that most of our community are like us, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're not going to necessarily build version. We might, but probably not. Um, and, you know, we have, we have, I think, a big advantage because we have a personal brand. I, you know, people that watch the show, you know, bloggers, internet marketers, different things like that, where their brand is out there in some expertise in some area. And right. I think that's such a cool advantage. And you mentioned things like the dangerous dinner, but I'm curious for you, like for the, we can use the underground as an example. Sure. You know, what are some things that you do kind of from that, that list that you said, where you say, this is expected and this is how we're going to astonish. And, and, yeah. you know, um, uh, what, what do you kind of do with that? And by the way, what's a, before you answer that, what's a dangerous dinner? Because I actually interrupted <laughs> with my own joke there, and so, we didn't actually hear what a dangerous dinner is, and then, and then we'll get back to that. So experiential dinners we've been putting out around the country. Uh, they have a different theme to them every, every time. Like we did one in New York where it's absinthe. So you drank absinthe. We have the absinthe brand manager there. And, uh, nice. and then we had these models dressed up as green fairies, and we had a comic book illustrator with us. So we actually drew these green fairies while we were – under the influence of absinthe and absinthe infused food. And then we did one in Maui where it's a fire theme and the food is on fire and the drinks are on fire. And, uh, and then we had a fire troop and then actually the winners got to, of this talent contest, got to go out on the beach and go spin fire for real. So it was pretty good. Well, that's an example exactly of what you just said though, too. I mean, you, you're probably thinking, okay, we're going to a nice dinner or something like that. You're like, yeah, we don't just do dinners. We do dangerous dinners. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's a couple of quick things in there. Like one is I'm a big fan of naming. I think naming is so important. And right, right there, you know, people perk up and they hear dangerous dinners. And there's alliteration there, you know, the two Ds. And, uh, and we, we have an air of mystery around that. We call it the Dangerous Dinner Society. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it, there's like nothing on the site except for like a password that you have to enter to get in. And it's, uh, it's kind of fun. And yeah, I mean, you know, you can take the theme and, and carry it. And that's, you know, one of the things that we did with underground. So we're talking about underground seminar and, uh, I think you're coming this year. Right? Yeah, I will be there. And, and I, I, and we're going to, we're going to have a lot of love for this. A lot of people that we've had on the show lately, uh, because I've stolen them from your, your list of people that are going to present at Underground. But yes, I will be there in D.C. We're going to definitely talk more about this. You're going to be hearing about it in the next few weeks. But I'm telling you, I, I am more than pumped to, go, to be going to Underground this year. Yes. So, what, you know, so one thing, so the theme of Underground, the big thing that I always think about is how do we go the different direction of a competitor? And for that, it's, you know, at, when I created it, it's going to be the eighth year. When I created it, there were a ton of internet seminars out there. Right. It's, it's it's related little, on internet marketing or, or yeah, different exactly. types of things like that. And, and most of them were sort of pitch fest and most of them were the exact same speakers. And so what I wanted to do is create a really unique experience and a unique educational experience for, for attendees by saying that this is going to be real world people who are quietly making a fortune online. We probably don't know who they are. Um, and it's just through connections that I have and friends of a friend that, that they're coming in and they're going to share what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so that's how the underground was sort of born. And it was so we, then we took the spy theme and then every year we would have a different spy theme. Like we've done mission impossible, call it mission, uh, profitable. Uh, we've done, uh, <laughs> like Austin powers. Um, actually here, I'll show you this one. This is pretty funny. I don't know if viewers would be able to see this. We won't, but maybe I can find the link and, and throw it up in the show notes or something like that if or I, a photo if, if you have it. I, uh, if I change my screen real fast, we'd be able to see it. Oh, yeah. If you do the uh, share screen yeah. thing here, I believe, we should yeah. be able to see it. First time we're trying this, though, actually mid-interview, but we'll see what happens. You know? Yeah, well, I'm all about working with that in that. Yeah, exactly. That's fine with all right. me. All right, so you see that? Uh, I think so. It's, it might be recording. It might not. We're going to find out soon. But bottom line is we're seeing a, uh, a It's Back Baby Underground yes. Online Seminar 2, the yes. getaway. You got Yannick dressed as Austin Powers. You got a Mini Cooper. You got all kinds of shenanigans. Uh, this, is, this one was uh, in 2006. Yeah, so, 
So I thought that would be, you know, we, we always do something a little unusual. And, uh, and like we had uh, Mini-Me there. And so we'll, we'll do, you know, it's all about creating an experience. And the, there's, a, there's a good part and a bad part of creating that experience and creating surprise and having that, that wow is that it's really tough to go back to the well the same way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not going to have Mini-Me again because it's not, it's not that surprising. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we used to do one time we did when you showed up at the event that we actually had uh, briefcases mm-hmm. and every, there were locked briefcases. And then, you know, you had to open them up and the combination was 007. And then you open them up and that was where your seminar material was. That's and, cool. Yeah. Or we did stuff like we had, um, we had like a, a thing at the spy museum and, and then we had some Boris and Natasha imit- uh, impersonators there. We've done... We've done all sorts of stuff throughout the event to keep it fun, keep it interesting, so keep it not just a really high-level educational experience, but also a great experiential thing. Because I think people learn, connect even better when they're having fun and they're engaged in a in a whole different way. And right. You know, even like the the speakers, we don't call them speakers; they're rogue agents, and we have a very spy-like way that we that we we get them. And and even like the set, like we'll do. Uh, many years we've done like a Hollywood quality set to it where, where people are like walking out of phone booths and they're coming up out of, out of the stage in different ways. And so keep it, keep it really fun and interesting. Yeah. You know, and, and this goes back to a sentence that you have as part of this astonishment architecture, by the way, what are you doing with the astonishment architecture? Is it going to be something like a, something that we're going to be able to see publicly at certain points? Or is it some uh, secret Yannick project that we're never going to hear about, but we're only hearing about it on the show? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at some point it should become a book. It should become, uh, it should be a book. That's what I, I, I was going to say. It better be a book. But one of the sentences that is key that you, that you've highlighted on, I want to, and this is something I think everyone can think about, you know, and, and you had to have been thinking about this either directly or indirectly when you created the idea for the underground, which is this, you know, the seminar that is the anti-boring internet marketing seminar or boring seminar with the same speakers drinking the same coffee with the same pleated pants, whatever yeah. the hell's going on, right? And so you have a question here that I think we can ask about anything that we're creating, and you said, what would the ultimate blank look like, right? So like for me, for example, when I started – the rise to the top 2008 i looked at it and i said okay business shows are boring that i see. i yeah. see people that i i have no interest in talking with everything is so stuffy nothing is laid back like where you can wear a hat and have a freaking iguana lizard or whatever the hell you have there um it's, you know i want to create baby dinosaur okay baby dinosaur i was wrong on all accounts but th- there wasn't an element of that so i said what would the ultimate kind of interview talk show business talk show look like Right, and that was sort of how the rise. Of, I didn't have that exact question, no, but, but but that was the key thinking. question yeah. that w- that was in there, and it it seems like that's the process you use. It also seems a process that's what anyone could use. It's yeah, I'm a big fan. You know, your questions dictate your answers, right? So the better your question is, the better your answer is going to become. And if you can, yeah, just using that one question is a great way. I mean, there's a lot of other ones. You know, what what do my customers expect when they interact with a company of my type? And mm-hmm. How can I totally blow them away? You know, or how do we? How do we? You know, like one of my favorites is how do we? Um, how do we impact the value that we that we provide ten times to a hundred times in return for what they they're going to pay us? Mm-hmm. And that has a different sort of thinking. And you know, you just start with the question at the top of a page or or a journal or a notepad or whatever. And your first two or three answers are sort of going to suck, and the first next couple are going to be all right. And then when you get when you really start digging in, that's when you get the differentiation points that's when it gets exciting you know right. that's when that's when you can really get something that that's interesting yeah and it's funny because a typical question that i hear all the time Yannick, and this comes out and this could be in a, in a lot of different forms so i can tell you some of the ways that i hear it uh people are saying you know i want to start um a blog and you know but there's so many blogs on dogs but i love dogs you know but i i want to do a blog a a dog blog, but uh, you know, there's so many out there. Or you know, David, I want to do an interview series. You know, but there's so right. many different interview series. Or I want to create a product. Or I want to do an event. I, I don't care what it is. There's there's all these different questions, and people are like, but there's so many out there. If you can answer that question and zig or zag, or or be different, or you know, yeah. mention these different things as surprise and delight, that's how you differentiate or have personality around it. You know what I mean? There's so many different events. Let me give you an example. There's an events. There's all kinds of events for, let's say, female entrepreneurs out there. I've been to 
don't ask why I've been to so many of them, but I, oh. there's, there's <laughs> events, you know, I've emceed, I've been, and, and people think there's no more room or maybe it's different, but then people start finding edges, you know, female entrepreneurs that do this, or I have a very like crazy outgoing personality. So I'm going to do events for female entrepreneurs around my crazy outgoing personality. It's going to be different than everything else. It just seems like that's the formula right. that people that are successful take. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a thing. Yeah, no, there's a lot of things, right, that, that have to come together. And the biggest thing that I always ask someone if I'm talking to them about their business is say, okay, so where's where's the hook? Where's mm -hmm. the unique angle here? Because otherwise you're going to get lost in that sea of sameness. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if I was going to make an event for, for women, you know, there'd be some element of, of something different. Like uh, one of my friends, uh, Marie Folio, does a great job. She does this thing called Adventure Masterminds. And, yep. And, you know, she, her and I were hanging out recently and, and she's like, you know, I just got to give you credit. You know, when I saw the Maverick stuff, she's like, oh, this is great. But, you know, I'm going to put my own take on this and, and do it for my women. And so she has, she has a great mastermind group. But then at the same time, there's a surprise uh, adventure that they go on. And that's part of her personality. And like she'll, you know, I think she's like an old dance choreographer or something like that. She did, uh, yeah, and I, it's funny, I just talked to Maria like literally 20 minutes before this interview, yeah. uh, was, uh, and she'll be at Underground as well, is that, um, yeah, she, she was a, she was a fitness, um, she did like fitness spokesperson stuff for Nike and dancing and different things right. like that. And then she created the rich, happy, hot, and then, the, you know, all right. this, these different yeah, things. So she's that like, were, she'll put her women in music videos or something like that. Like I would never do that because I suck at singing and, 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 and dancing. I have no rhythm. My wife tells me all the time, but it's, you know, it, once again, going back to that core authenticity and how do we make it different? And, you know, I think if you layer in the personality, how do you make it different? And then something else that we didn't talk about that I think you can layer in on it too that makes it even more interesting, we sort of touched on a little bit, but is that impact element. Um, so if, if there's a mission around it, if there's like a big mission of, you know, maybe hers is we're going to empower 100,000 young women around, you know, in developing countries or something like that that we're going to mentor or something like that, that's, that would be really cool. Um, you know, we have we have a big mission around what we're trying to do with with Maverick and our whole big picture, and and that's that's really exciting to me. Yeah, no, that's awesome, and 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 we're excited. And that and that you're you're talking about the the Maverick Thousand, right, and different things like yeah, that. Yeah, all of it actually. It's this whole you know you're talking about the arms, and we ha we call it the Maverick ecosystem, and uh, I'm just kind of finalizing what that looks like, but it's really about all of them rising up and helping each other all the different divisions and parts and then we have everything from like the big picture of re-inspiring one million maverick entrepreneurs by 2015 to uh on the ground level of you know like investing 10 million dollars in contribution capitalism or you know whatever it all actually stems down from that one million it goes one million one hundred thousand ten thousand like Very ten thousand cool. entrepreneur startups and so forth and I like how you own that word, by the way, Maverick. And I think that's super cool. Now, we talked about, I, I want to highlight on a few more key things here that I think people can really learn from. Uh, we, we covered creating your exceptional, your creating, and I'm putting that in quote, but right. basically bringing out um, your exceptional personality and kind of implementing that in different things. We talked a bit about creating surprise and delight experiences. Um, we, we talked a bit about kind of how you've applied that to different things and how you can differentiate your event, your product, yourself, your blog, your whatever it may be from the pack. But there's a few other key things here that I want to highlight on it. And those are going to be um, kind of the events and themes, uh, love gifts, and creating exceptional selling stories. I want to highlight on those three things um, kind of quickly here-ish. Uh, um, yeah. but, but first one is creating exceptional selling stories. And I know that Anything that we've seen you sell, Yannick, particularly, has a cool story associated, you know, where you bring us in something. It might be that, uh, you know, I don't know. And you, you mentioned there's different types of stories here, ranging from the fed up story to the creation story to the inventor's creation story. But maybe share with us sort of this philosophy and maybe an example of using, quote unquote, selling stories or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, so stories have been around since the beginning of time for, for people. And that's the way that we spread messages. And people will remember a story way more than they'll remember a fact or they'll remember um, an infographic or whatever. You know, if you, if you tell someone a story, I mean, what's, you know, when you're hanging out with your buddies, what do you want to hear? You want to hear the stories about what just happened to them or, or you sure. know, whatever. And, and so people are naturally, you know, it started from when we were a kid. It's reading bedtime stories. And I mean, it probably goes beyond that. 
And so having the story and having a story that can also has, has legs for your customer to then spread for you is even better. So you got the, if you got the story, that's one thing. But now if you can simplify your story in a way that your customers can spread it for you, that's when it gets really exciting. Like Tom's shoes, like they're one for one. I buy a pair of shoes that they, mm-hmm. they give a pair of shoes to another kid. You know, that's, that's an easy selling story to, for me to spread. And, and that makes, makes it big, you know, it helps them grow and, and makes them bigger without them spending on, on marketing. Um, you know, a good example, everyone has a creation story. Not all of us think that for some reason, like we want to, that other people want to know about it, but they do. Like people want to know about other people on this weird sort of intimate level and they want to know the struggles and they want to know how you overcame them and, you know, like, you know, e true Hollywood story, right? Right. Um, it's, it's like uh, on your site or somewhere there should be, you know, the story of how, uh, rise to the top got started. Right, which which it is, and 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 I did a video on it too. But yeah, it's in the about, and you did this, right? You call it the quote unquote inventor's creation story. You did this specifically, though. I mean, you've done it a lot of different times, but with Maverick Business Adventures, didn't you? You, you basically yeah. told. I mean, yeah, I told the story of of exactly that. You know, where where I was like, well, I, I don't, I, I love these adventures and unique experiences, and and uh, all my friends don't either have the time or the money to go do them, and and so I wanted to create a basically a club that that I could have other entrepreneurs and you know I love entrepreneurship I love adventure I love uh, that impact and let's push it all together and uh, and so I created a club basically for myself yeah. and so sometimes it's kind of like scratching your own itch and, and there's an adventure story like the best one is probably around uh, that guy James Dyson the vacuum cleaner guy where yep. he's you know he's talking about you know vacuum cleaner sucks so I invented a better one and he talks about the story of, of how he invented it and it's a really powerful one. And then, you know, Cliff Bars is another great one. Oh, yeah. A billion dollar plus company. And, and he, uh, Gary Erickson has this thing called the Epiphany Ride, where he literally, he used to do these long distance bike rides and he went like 100 plus miles and he was eating. He didn't say what it was, but it was power bars. And he's like, I could not eat another one of these, you know, power bars. And he's like, there has to be a better thing that, and I'm going to go create it. And that was that was their creation story, and it, it becomes it takes on a little bit of mythology too, because now in their company they have these epiphany rides every single year where anyone from the company can come join him for a hundred plus miles to go, go right ride. He gets to reshare that story, if you will. Yeah, exactly, and uh, and so that's really it's really powerful. I mean, like the Nantucket nectar guys, the juice guys. Mm-hmm. You know, out by Cadbury, but they still use that story of that we're just two dudes from uh, I don't know Maine or wherever they were uh, making great juice, and uh, so that that's a really powerful selling story. And we all we all have them, and we all sort of discount them in many ways. Um, so so go back and think about how you got started. You know, even think about like superheroes; they all have their origin stories, right? Right. Peter right. Or got bit, bit by the by, spider or the radioactive spider or whatever. Everybody yeah. everybody knows the origin stories. You know, Superman. Came here from a dying planet, and uh, and you know, so there's you know, think about your own sort of mythology, I guess, and that goes back again to kind of where this all kind of wraps together, you know, in another way that you can stick out, you know, by being real, you know, because I think if there's if there's whatever the product or service is, and you know, whatever it may be, but if if we know your story or or something that it just it people resonate with that it's human and yeah. you know I think that's another way of saying okay you know my dog blog is gonna be different because I'm gonna tell you this crazy story about how you know my mom really wanted to you know have a dog and not me but she got pregnant and and you know then I love dogs yeah. from the beginning because they were my brothers and you know what, what, whatever the story whatever is, it is yeah. there's something in there that that helps people now um, Yannick I want to highlight two final things and then we're gonna talk a tiny underground and then we'll let you go um, yeah. You mentioned this thing, and I just had to mention this because there's so many jokes I can make. Uh, love gifts. Um, oh. <laughs> you know, we could insert joke here. Uh, well, maybe we should not insert anything. Yeah. Uh, but why don't you <laughs> tell us kind of what you're thinking when you when you mention what is a love gift, and how can we not get arrested by giving one? <laughs> yeah. So, so what I call a love gift is also something that if you wanted to do double duty as a conversation crutch. And uh, so I like giving gifts at random times of the year for our best customers or members or, or whoever it is because, you know, a lot of people will do gifts during the holiday time and it's great, uh, but they get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. So I would rather do something either during Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, or sometimes even Flag just for no day. Why wouldn't you? Flag day. Yeah, actually, my, yeah, my buddy was born on Flag Day, so I'd give him a hard time about that. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, 
it could be related to events or it could be literally just for just for nothing. And, uh, and, and that's, you know, the element of surprise, again, is bigger when it's not expected. Uh, I guess that's, that's really the definition of surprise anyway, but it's, uh, it, it's bigger that way. And then I like it when it does double duty as what I call a conversation crutch. So here's an example. So I'm, I'm signed up for, uh, for Virgin Galactic, which is the uh, suborbital space deal. Right. What number are you? I can't remember. Uh, one, 144. 144. Okay, got it. Uh, and, uh, and so every so often you'll get, you'll get gifts from Virgin Galactic, and they do a really good job of this. Uh, and then one year I got these cufflinks. That were like of the little space. Oh, like the ship. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Take like the ship, and and you know, if I go to a black tie event, um, I'll, I'll wear those cufflinks, and and then you know, people will, you know, they might look over and they're like, oh, "What is that?" Right. And, and and then I'm like, "Oh, that's a you know, the, the spaceship too. That's the yeah, Virgin Galactic spaceship too." And then it turns into a conversation for Virgin Galactic, uh, with the right sort of people anyway, right? Because we are at a black tie affair. So that that's what I mean by a conversation crutch. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And, and it, you know, it does awesome duty for, for Virgin Galactic. Uh, sure. And at one point I lost them, and I'm like, hey, you guys have any more? They're like, no, that was a little bit addition. I'm like, you guys need to get some more of these because I'm, I'm talking to people about it. I mean, it's and, – and actually I got two pairs uh, a couple months <laughs> after that. But so now I, have an, now I have an extra pair. Maybe I should auction them off somewhere. Perfect. So someone can can pretend that they're going, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. but no, They're uh, yeah. really big into space, but – but, you know, you can do this in so many ways, right? If you mm -hmm. send, uh, like we did for, for Maverick members uh, for Thanksgiving, I think we sent, uh, one of my favorite books is Atlas Shrugged, and then we sent uh, a t-shirt with one of, one of uh, Atlas, or John Galt's quotes on there, and then we sent a, uh, a pure silver coin uh, with, with uh, John Galt on there. And so it was a cool little love package, and it got people, you know, talking about it and, and excited by it. That's cool. I love package, by the way. Uh, just so many jokes we can make uh, right now. And uh, final uh, subject matter here, and then we'll talk a little underground for a couple of minutes. And I think this one is so cool because, again, wrapping this all together of kind of the authentic self and sticking out and using your own story and your uh, best enhanced personality um, yeah. around your, your product, service, brand, et cetera, is that you can also leverage this into some interesting kind of, I don't want to call it selling tactic, but kind of selling tactics. You've done some cool stuff where you've taken your story or, or things that are going on in your life, events, themes, things like that, and turn them into interesting kind of flash sales or other things that yeah. are going on. Now I'm going to read some of the examples here. There was a, I want to say there was a Yannick getting married sale or that you were married or you had to get stuff out of your house. There was, was a 30th a, that was birthday. Stop my divorce sale. All right. Yeah, a stop. Yeah. A stop Yannick's divorce sale. You had a 30th birthday party, which goes back to the whole idea, but it was not just a party it was it was there was a business aspect of it and you also did a 72 hour baby zoe sale uh zoe uh zoe i'm assuming uh when uh when you when you had the baby so tell us a little bit about those and like sort of that philosophy of incorporating the story into the sale yeah i mean i'm all about let's exploit anything that's going on into our, our Why lives you? yeah so like the 30th birthday bash, I was turning 30 and I was talking to my mastermind group and I'm like, oh, I should do something different than just a sale. And they're like, yeah, let's do a big customer appreciation event. And I'm like, great. And it was like a month before my birthday. And so we ended up doing it in January and my birthday's in September because I couldn't pull it off in time. But we, we you know, we, you know, going back to the fun and the, the cool elements there, we, we made it a free customer appreciation event. We made it $50. All the proceeds went to make a wish. So we raised like $25,000 for make a wish there. Uh, and then we had, we had like Kate, we had, we had a, uh, a gag birthday gift contest and which some people mistook and I don't know, like this one dude from England sent me like all these, uh, like, like pornographic magazines. Like he, I guess he thought it was kind of like a stag party. <laughs> <laughs> and then this other dude, like, like, I don't know, he came in from Canada and like basically, uh, I don't know, he, he, he brought in like this, this family heirloom stole foxy fox fur thing and, and gave that to me. I'm like, so oh, random. So weird. And we got all sorts of crazy stuff. And it was like 500 some people and it turned out, turned out really great. And, uh, and we had Mickey Mouse coming out and singing, singing to me. And, and then we had a, a Save Yannick's marriage sale. I had all this uh, stuff in this one back room. And, and Missy really was sort of pissed off. But she was right, There was a photo of you like standing yeah. there with like all this stuff, like upset, has to yeah. get out of the house. Yeah, like, like 
I don't like knee deep in, in it. Um, and, and so we used that as a quick sale. And then we had for all our kids when they were born, we had a baby, baby Z sale for Zach and then a baby uh, Zoe sale. Another baby Z sale. So when they were born, like a 72-hour sale. And I'm just emphasizing you did not sell the baby. You no. sold stuff. Yes. You did not, not the sell baby. the baby. Not the baby. We, we've kept them. Okay. But, but now uh, now the kids, you know, they, I think we made like 50000 for Zach's, and then we made like 57000 for Zoe. So she's got bragging rights. Oh, there you go. And, but and it, then, well, my, my running joke with Missy was like, well, we just need 18 more kids. We'll have a million dollars. Yeah, perfect. And she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. That's funny. You know, in, 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 I guess the big lesson there or the takeaway for everyone is that to, 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 I mean, besides leverage the crap out of everything, is that there's opportunities in your story and things that are happening to you that can, you know, create interesting business opportunities or basically things, you know, to do. I mean, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, like I should have done one maybe when I, I did the fitness challenge. You know what I mean? It's like David's in good shape and now he's selling something. I don't know, but I, I didn't, yeah, but, I mean, you know. I made a challenge where it's like for every inch that you lose or gain or whatever that there's something that would have happened or um, I, I think most businesses are sort of boring and, you know, I, I believe it's it's more fun. You know, why not make it fun for people to do business with you and make it fun to do business? So, you know, have, have your business be more fun for yourself as well. You get to set the rules for what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to play by anyone else's rules if you're totally, an entrepreneur. Totally agree. Totally agree. All right. Well, Yannick, well, why don't we leave it uh, the lessons for today at that point right there. Yeah. I think that's a great takeaway at the end here. I want to just give uh, this, we call it the shameless plug moment, not really a shameless plug, but we're talking about what you have shaken um, that people can check out. And also, I'm, I am very excited to go to, you know, it's funny, there's a lot of conferences and, and events out there, and I'm not a big conference dude, like, I don't like to just go around to all of them, and I know there's people that are, like, conference people that go to every single one, no, no offense to them, but I like to stay at home. Um, and, and, you know, this one, I, I was like, I am going to get my ass to D.C. because it's so different, and because... I got to tell you, fun, the fun aspect of it. But it's going to be my first underground. Maybe you could tell me a little bit about what to expect a little bit and, and also other people that want to check it out and, uh, you know, come on and hang out with me and you and everyone at, at, in D.C. Yeah, I mean, so for the last, this is going to be the eighth year running, uh, and it's been uh, sold out every year because of, I think, of how strong the theme is, how strong the, uh, the, the buzz always is from it. And because we bring in these real-world people who are making a fortune online, um, many cases doing hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars online, who many times you don't know who they are. Uh, and then we, we have them come in and you know, we make it a, a fun competitive element for them too. They actually compete for a $10,000 charity prize so that they are going to give away their best stuff. Right. And these guys and gals get pretty competitive for sure. Like I already have emails saying, hey, I'm, I'm winning this thing and you, know, you might as well just write the check out already. Because, nice. We like to see and, that competition. That's a good yeah, thing. And, you know, we do that so that they're going to give away their absolute best stuff uh, to the audience. And so it becomes a great educational event. And then this year we're doing a couple different things that we haven't done in prior years. We're actually letting the audience get up for one of the sessions and share uh, their best stuff. We're calling it the 007 session where for seven minutes they're going to get on stage and share something for seven minutes. Uh, we're having a couple more well-known people come and share these field reports, like little 20-minute intense field reports of what, what they're doing. And the, you know, the underground has always been about a great experience for the education, a great experience to network and connect. Uh, you know, you'll find about 50, 60% of the audience, they have six, seven, eight-figure businesses who are sitting right next to you. So it's not like you know, just this random guy or gal who has no idea what's going on. They all come because it's become the event to go to, and it's not – you know the five thousand person event. It's not the, it's it's not the event where it's a pitch fest. It's it's really it's really something something special, and it's built up to be this this incredible event. Like even uh, one of our mutual friends, uh, Andrew Warner, he, he's heard a lot about it. He's yeah. in D.C. now, and and he was asking me about it. Like when I saw him at a at the bar when we first met, he's like, "What's up with the underground?" He's like, he's like, uh, I was talking to one of my friends. We actually had a panel at S- uh, South by Southwest. Right. Had this whole thing all lined up. It was even, you know, he was in the panel. He's like, "No, nah, I think I'm going to underground." Yeah, and he's it's the, it's experience. That's that's what I've heard from it. And it's uh, we're looking at what March first through third, D 
DC. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have a special link for people that were uh, were creating. That's gonna be linked up below. Um, and yeah, I will be there. You will be there. And and anything else, you know, it's for it's for these peeps. It's for the it's for people that watch the the. I mean, this is really like the type of event that people should be going to. Honestly, yeah. If you wanna if you wanna meet the real movers and shakers in the internet world, if you wanna do deals, if you wanna have fun, if you wanna learn what's what's really hot and exciting right now, you should you should come to this thing. Uh, and it's, it's an, uh, you know, it's an amazing event. Uh, I don't, I don't know what else, what else I can say. That's about it. it. That's it. Say uh, no more. And we're yeah. we're going we're gonna to link it up below. Um, and also everything else you mentioned, we're going to link up Maverick NBA, all that kind of stuff. That's going to be in the show notes on the rise to top.com. Yannick pumped to see you in March. Uh, thank you so much for coming on today. I mean, this was this, the, one of the biggest questions we get all the time is, you know, I want to use my personality and I want to stick out. And I need help with that. And I think that we had a lot of takeaways today that, that people can use. So as always, man, appreciate the time. And, and uh, I appreciate you wearing the hat. And I appreciate the dinosaur. <laughs> and I appreciate that you didn't shower for us. Absolutely. All right. This was Thanks, Yannick man. Silver once again. Second time on the Rise Stop. All that stuff is linked up below. I will see you next time. I'm David Seidman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. A few little quick reminders before you go. Number one, make sure to check out Go to My PC. You can access all your files from anywhere on the go on me, 45 days free. All you got to do, go to gotomypc.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code RISE, and download the app for your iPad, iPhone, all that kind of stuff's included. Check it out. Can't wait to hear what you think. And Yannick, Yannick Silver, he's got something cool going on, and I'm going to be there. I want to let you know about this, uh, especially if you want to come hang out. So here's the deal. Underground Online Seminar 8. Awesome event alert. It's, you know, Yannick's known for putting on amazing events for internet marketers and online entrepreneurs, and it's a lot of fun. I will be there March 1st to 3rd in Washington, D.C. I'll buy you breakfast if you come on out, all right? So come on out. I'll buy you breakfast. This is a conference like none other. really falls into the mantra of the Rise to the Top, which is learning from people who walk the walk and talk the talk, not the people you see at every single conference. I mean, these are the people that really, really know what they're doing. You're going to see a lot of former guests of the show, Marie Forleo, Brian Moran, uh, just to name a few. So here's what you got to do. Grab your ticket. For those that are remaining, let's hang out at underground.com. So if you buy your ticket from let's hang out at underground.com, I'll buy you breakfast in DC. Hope to see you there.